Well done. Awesome wiggling. Stay where you are. We have got a story now. Uh, so stay on the story map. Other children, socks children, come along. Come and take a seat. Okay. Do you want to stay there? Do Hello. Let's have a story. <gasps> You're a dinosaur. Gosh, come on. Come and sit down for a story. Okay. Oh, big boys as well. Just smile, that's right. Let's keep smiling. Okay, we're going to have a story from this book. Does anybody know what this book is called? Come on, help me, older ones. It's the Bible. It's a Bible. And in here, it said in there we're going to hear stories about Jesus. Well, we're going to hear a story long before Jesus. There were lots of people in the Bible who were really important and who worked and helped and did things for God. And this is a story of a little baby who grew up into a very important person in the Bible with Jesus, God's people. And it's called A Baby in a Basket. Okay. Many years had passed and a new pharaoh ruled over Egypt. He was the one who was in charge. And he didn't know anything about Joseph. Does anybody know anything about Joseph? What do we know about Joseph? Come on, what do we know about Joseph? He was a man. Good, good answer. Anything else about Joseph? What do we know about Joseph from the Bible? What do we know? Did he wear anything special? What did he wear? He wore a coat. Was it black, grey, or something, or brown? No. Was it boring colours, or was it? It was multicoloured, and he wore a special coat. And he became a really important person in Egypt, and he helped to save God's people. But this pharaoh knew nothing about that. And he knew nothing about what Joseph had done. Now, there were lots of people in Jacob's family, and they were called the Israelites. Pharaoh, this king, this important person... Have you? Well, perhaps if I miss out a word, you can pop one in. Do you think you could do that? Do you want to come and help me? Okay, you stay there, but I'll miss some words. See if you can tell me some words. So Pharaoh didn't like the Israelites, not at all. And he made them work very, very hard. You see, you've heard it before. He made them work very hard. And one day, this Pharaoh was really, really bad. And he said, I want to get rid of all of the Israelite baby boys. I don't want them to live. I want them to get rid of them. Now, there was a lovely lady, and she was called Jochebed. Can you say Jochebed? Can we say Jochebed? What a stunning name. She was called Jochebed. She had a baby boy. (gasps) She had a baby boy, and she knew that Pharaoh wanted to get rid of him. So she was an amazing woman, very clever. She made a special basket. And she cut down some reeds, some papyrus reeds, some big leaves, and she made this big basket. And she also put some tar and pitch on it to make it waterproof, because it was going to go into the water. And she put her baby very carefully into the basket and put him into the river, so that she could hide him from this big, horrible, nasty pharaoh. But all of a sudden, the baby started to cry. Can you make me crying noises? cry like a baby (laughs) yeah poor Moses and Pharaoh's daughter she saw the basket and she heard those cries and she opened it (gasps) and she saw a little baby inside and she knew really that he was one of the Israelite babies but she picked him up carefully and she hugged him 
and she said, I want to keep you. And she called him something. She called him Moses because Moses means to take out of the water. Now, who was going to help look after him? Well, Jochebed had another daughter and she was called Miriam. And it was, that was Moses' big sister. And she'd been watching very carefully nearby. And she said to the princess, I know somebody who'll help to look after this baby, Mo, this baby that you've got. I know someone who'll help and take care of him. So she ran to get her mother, Jochebed. And Jochebed was so happy. And she helped to bring up Moses. And Moses, when he was a young boy, grew up in the palace of Pharaoh. Now that's the end of my story here. The story goes on further, but that's as far as we're going to go with our story of Moses being taken out of the water and being looked after Pharaoh. Wait for the next episode another time. Okay, I think you sat beautifully. They sat beautifully. Beautifully, yes. Do you think they can carry on sitting beautifully? Oh, of course they can. Fantastic. I'm going to use that for my chair. Thank you. Thank you. Right. What's today? What's special? Mother's Day. What have you done that's been special for your mums today? I'm looking down here first of all. Yes. You've done? What? what? You've given her a lie in. Fantastic. What a great gift for mums. I wish my children were here to hear that. What else have we done for mums today? Breakfast in bed. Oh, how lovely. That's fantastic. What about, what about some of the older folks? What have you done for your mums today? I can see hands going up there, yes? Special chocolates. Very nice. Why do we have a special day to say thank you to our mums? Why do we have a special day to say thank you to our mums? Well, I was thinking about it. I was thinking, I think we do it because they do so much for us. And in my box are some of the things that mums do for us that I thought of. But I wondered if you could tell me some of the things you know that mums do for you. So, what do mums do for us? Yep. Cook. Very good. What else do they do for us? Since you've got absolutely no ideas... Tidy up your rooms. You're very lucky in your house. There we go. You hold on to that. So in the box are some of the things that I have done or still do for my family, for my children. Um, So who wants to come and see what's in the box? Harry, come and see what I've got. What do mums do? Washing up. Washing up. Go on, then you hold on to that. Stand there next to the pillar. That'd be just perfect. I need somebody else to come and get something else. What else might mums do? Come on, then. Do you want to pick something out? You've got the baby. They, they have babies and then they look after them. So you better stand next to him and look after the baby. I'm going to need a lot more helpers because I've got a lot of things in my, in my bag here. Come on then, you two. Come and choose something in the bag. What's in the bag? Put the sun cream on. Yeah, that's usually the mum's job to remember that. Come on. Teddy, make sure that the special favourite Teddy doesn't get lost. What else is in there? Choose something. Choose something. Oh, you've got the saucepan, you're doing the cooking. Okay. Next. Hmm. It's the wallet. 
But a lot of the mums think they have to have control of the wallet at all times. Who's going to hold the wallet for us? Go on, then you have the wallet. The plasters. You're giving me the plasters because it's usually the mums that have to put on the plasters. Thank you for holding that. Anything else? Oh, come and get me something else. Well, we've got a hairbrush. Mums make, make, help us to make sure we've got a hairbrush. And we've got a book of Bible stories. You better have the hairbrush. I put this in because, do you know, I got another of those letters this week. Cooking. cooking. Well, it wasn't just cooking. It was the school cake sale. And it was the 24-hour notice. Oh, by the way, Mum, can I have a dozen cakes for tomorrow morning? Filofax. Keeper of the diary. The thermometer. Keeper of the sick children. You've got another one now. I wanted to bring a steering wheel, but I didn't have a spare one. So I brought the car key. (laughs) Parents do a lot of driving around. Mums do a lot of driving around, don't they? Yeah. And um, I wasn't naive enough to put my own phone in. (laughs) So there's a picture of the phone, because mum always has the phone and is always the one that gets wrong. Now, we've shared those gifts out, haven't we? All those items have been shared out. But actually, they all need to come to one person, usually in the family. So, who's going to be the mum? You want to stand up and pretend to be the mum? Come on, stand up, stand next to me. And we're all going to give you all the things that we're holding. And you've got to hold them all, because that's what a mum does. So if you've been given something, do you want to... What's your name? Do you want to give it to Jen? Do you want to give it now? You've got to hold them all. Okay, so he's got the thermometer, he's got the duster, he's got the wallet, he's got the phone, he's got the hairbrush, he's got the diary, the sun cream. Careful, you might drop something there. Yeah, saucepan. Where did the cake sale go? Hold the cake sale. Have the storybook. Have you got the baby? Yeah, you've got the baby. Can you give it to Jacob? Oh, he can't seem to hold it. And do you know what he's going to do as well? I'm sorry, Jacob, but you've got to go to work. <laughs> okay. Thank you, then. There we go. You need... You need a special day <laughs> to stay in bed. Oh, yeah. Thanks. There we go. I think we'll put them all back in the box. That was good. Let's give them a clap. Put your hand up if you think we need a special day to say thank you to the people that do all of those things for us. You can sit down again, guys. Thank you. You know, all of those things could be summarized in three words. The word love, the word care, and the word protect. Nearly everything we did involves loving, caring for, and protecting our children. So put your hand up if you think mums do a fantastic job. That's good, because if you've got your hand up, you can have a cake at the end of the service. (laughs) And suddenly we're a lot more popular. Put your hands down. Actually, being a mum is pretty fantastic too. Despite all of this, despite all the busyness, being a mum is a great blessing and joy, and my children are a blessing and joy to me despite what I might say about them sometimes. So it's good to celebrate. It's good to have a special day to celebrate mums. But actually today is about much more than just celebrating and remembering mums. 
And I'm glad about that because if it wasn't, there'd be a few of us feeling left out. Because some of us have mums that have died. Some of us have children that have moved far away. Some of us have parents that aren't able to care for us properly. And some of us haven't been able to have children at all or found it easy to care for children. So the proper name in the church for today means that we can all be included, even if we aren't mums. And that that name is, does anybody know? We don't call it Mum's Day or Mother's Day in church. We call it Mothering Sunday. Yeah, we call it Mothering Sunday because everybody can be included in mothering. If we mother someone, we do all the things that a mum might do. We love them and we care for them and we protect them. In the story that we heard this morning that Sarah read with the children, we met three women who all did some mothering. And the story began, as she said, at a very, very sad time in Egypt when all the baby boys were going to be killed. So when Jochebed had her baby boy, she was very scared and she knew she needed to try to save him. It must have been very sad and very alarming for her to have a baby boy at that time. So she hid him. She made the decision to hide him, which was fine when he was little. But what happens to little babies, Amy? (laughs) They, they, They get bigger and you can't hide them for very long. So the baby got bigger and she decided to put him into the river. She decided not to keep him at home with her, but to give him a chance of living. And so she um, put him where somebody else was going to find him. She put him in the reeds, which is a bit the same as nowadays we sometimes read of babies being left outside hospitals or outside churches. She put him where she hoped somebody would find him. Now, at that point of the story, we meet another person who helped with the mothering and that was the big sister. Who's got a big sister? I can't be the only one in this church that's got a big sister. Oh, one or two big sisters. Big sisters? Sadie's got a big sister even. Yeah. <laughs> big sisters are great at helping to look after people. Um, they're great at mothering. And um, the baby in the, this story had a big sister who wanted to look after him. So when the mother put him in the river, she stayed close by to make sure he stayed safe. And as she watched to see what was going to happen, she saw the third lady in the story come to look after the baby, and that was Pharaoh's daughter. And she decided that she was going to see who this crying baby was, and she unwrapped the the basket that he was in and saw that he was an Israelite baby, and knew then that somebody was trying to save him. And she knew too that if she took him into her own home and looked after him, then he would have a chance of surviving. And so that's what she did. Now, when the big sister saw the strange princess taking the baby out of the water, she ran along to help, and she said, oh, I know a mother who could nurse that baby for you and help to look after him. And, of course, she went to fetch Jochebed, the baby's own mother. Three mothers in that story. That story helps us to see how we can love and care and protect, whether we are a a mother, whether we are a big sister, whether we are just a random person that happens to have the power to help in that place. Do you remember those three words that we said about mothering? Loving, caring for, and protecting. The Bible is one long story 
of God loving and caring for and protecting his people. And actually, even Moses, we didn't get the next bit of the story, but through Moses, all of God's people were saved at that time. Many years later, to Moses' descendants, another baby boy was born, and his name was... His name was, we're in church, I've asked a question about a name. (laughs) His name was Jesus. His name was Jesus. And through him, God saved his people. Offered as a way to have a fresh start with him and to be friends with him. So if we've said that Jochebed and the big sister and um, Pharaoh's daughter were all mothering people, and we've said that through the rescue of that baby, Jesus was born... And through Jesus, all people can be saved. Then we could almost go as far as to say that the love of God throughout that whole big story of the Bible is the love of a mother with her children. Because in that big story, we hear that we can see that God loves his people, that he cares for his people, and that he protects his people. And actually, in the Bible, it does talk about God's love being like a mother's love. Do you know, in the olden days, they used to think about a church as being a place like a mother's love could be seen and felt. They talked about the mother church, and that's where the word Mothering Sunday comes from originally. So I want to leave you with these final thoughts. The first, first thought to remember today, most important one for you children particularly, is that mums are totally fab, and you should remember to say thank you to them for all they do. And in your prayers, you should remember to thank God for them too. The second thing I want you to remember from today is that mothering isn't just for mums. It's for every single one of us. So today, if you've got somebody else in your life, in your family, who does the mothering, then please remember to say thank you to them for them too, and to say thank you to God. But finally, let's remember that today in church is a place where we should all be mothering too, where we should all be loving each other and caring for one another and protecting each other. It should be a place in church where we can use words kindly, where we can be tolerant and generous and gentle and patient with one another, where we can disagree with grace and still love one another. Do you know, the thing about mothering love, I think most of all, is that it gives us a place of safety and acceptance and unconditional love. And our churches should be places where that happens too. Because our ultimate role model for mothering is God himself. And if we really want to know how to mother, then we need to look to God. Many of us here this morning have experienced the mothering love of God very directly. And we've found it quite life-changing. If you haven't, then please don't leave church today without speaking to somebody about how you might want to experience the mothering love of God and his desire to love, care, and protect you too. So, let's pray and then we can sing another song. Loving God, we want to say thank you for our mums and for all the people who mother us. Thank you for all the people who love us and care for us and protect us. Help us to remember to say thank you to them and thank you for them to you. And help us, Father God, to remember that you love us like a mother, that you want to love us and care for us and protect us, and that you've given us this church family to grow in your love. In Jesus' name, amen.